0: Hello, people! Welcome back to the Wednesday Show. So, it's January 8th. And today, we have guest star and lifelong family member, (laughs) (laughs) Mike Sands. Now, Uncle Mike, what is something that you are incredibly good at?
1: Uh. Things. (laughs) Puns. (laughs) I'm really good at dad jokes. Making sure. you hate me. I'm good at that. Yes, that is true.
0: But today's episode is on guitar. Oh, I'm good at that too. <laughs> and we're gonna be seeing we're gonna be reading some guitar myths and seeing which ones are true and which ones are fake. So to start it off, beginners should start on acoustics. Um, I mean this one
1: so I used to work like as a sales guy and this one so I would promote acoustics for people just because it's less investment. It's, right. they're they're no better or worse. And especially like depending on what style of music you want to play. Like I learned on acoustic but all I wanted to do was play heavy metal and like Jimi right. Hendrix and stuff like that, right? So like the acoustic wasn't necessarily the instrument that I wanted but you only need to buy the guitar, whereas when you buy an electric, you got to buy the amp, am you got to buy the cables, the tuners, the pedals, yeah, exactly. So it's way more investment up up, to, up front. But I think, I think ultimately a guitar is a guitar, you know, acoustic
0: yeah. or electric. Um, as I was reading this one, this next myth, I thought it was great because you're big into music theory. I am, yeah, I'm a nerd. So this next myth is music theory ruins creativity. Um, interestingly, it can,
1: yeah, it it can inhibit it a little bit. Yeah, I know, I know some guys that are so focused on the rules and actually there's a, there's a joke in the the town where I went to school, there's a joke that you need to spend eight years outside of school to finally become the musician you are because you get so like embedded with what the rules are and how, you know, you have to do this and you forget to just like make music. Sometimes sometimes the appropriate thing to play is one note and that's it You know three chords in the truth or four chords in the truth. That's it. It's all you need You don't need you know a super mixolydian phrygian scale, you know Um, Yeah, it doesn't need music doesn't need to be complicated to be good
0: All right, right, so just a quick question. How long have you been playing guitar for this is my
1: 21st year of playing guitar Wow 21 years 21 years I could be my guitar skill could be Legal in the States.
0: (laughs) Jesus. That was bad. So, since you've been playing guitar for 21 years, you've probably had to restring your guitar lots. Mm
1: -hmm. Many times, yeah. yeah.
0: And that's the question of this next myth. It is bad to restring guitars at the same time, so doing all the strings at once.
1: I don't think I follow. Like, un- take so, like, all the strings off. Take do- all
0: the strings off at once, that rather than just do it one at a time. Um, I think
1: I don't know. I've heard that it's not bad. I don't like to do it because there's there's over a hundred pounds of pressure on a guitar neck. So when you take all the strings off, um, it can. I feel like it, it's it's releasing a lot of tension. But I also know a lot of guys that like like it is wood. So it's gonna it's not just gonna instantly just relieve <laughs> right. But uh, I know I know guys that say like like really. Guys that are a lot smarter than me, technicians, you know, and they they take them all off. I like having I like doing it one at a time because then I have a reference point when I'm tuning right. back up. And some of the guitars that I have have like a floating bridge, so it's all based off tension. Right. So if I take all my strings off, when I tune one up to one up to pitch, then when I tune the next one up to pitch, that the first one that I did is going to be out of tune now. So it just it just kind of evens it out, keeps it nice and steady.
0: So you would say that it's best to do your guitar strings one at a time rather than all at once
1: yeah yeah but like when i do a restring i'll do a full restring all six strings but i just do sixth string then fifth string rather than right. taking all of them off and then replacing all of them you know
0: huh. all right so this next one which actually i'm just gonna
1: just to go back on that right. i don't just if i break one string i don't just replace that one string because then then that one string is more worn in than the rest of them as it goes. And I chew through strings because I play 10 hours a day, right?
0: Speaking of um, strings, I've heard a lot that it's best to boil strings to keep make them last longer
1: no that's a bass thing uh guitar strings don't really so so bass bass guys can get away like for me i'm especially in the summer i'll sometimes change my strings after every single show um i just find like i have really like a high acidity in my in my sweat or whatever in my hands so i just chew through strings um and so yeah so i'm changing constantly whereas bass players will go months and months and months and, and so what they'll do is they'll start to die a little bit and they'll boil the strings and it brings a little bit of life back. Huh. I think guitar strings, you need a little bit more of that brightness and that freshness. And because it's a different approach in playing, we're doing a lot of bending and stuff like that. I just, I don't find that, uh, boiling the strings. I've never boiled my strings <laughs> personally, but I know, I know bass players do it a lot.
0: So, right. yeah. And then the two nomadic bridge is backwards. That one didn't make sense to me, so if we, if you want to skip it, we can.
1: Uh, yeah, I think two pneumatic bridges have three facing one way and three facing the other, so it doesn't really matter which way you oh, okay. do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. And you can you can also flip them. You, like they just come, they just pop right off, oh. and you can just put them back. Oh. So yeah, because it's That's just it's basically sitting on two pegs. So as long as the strings aren't there, if you take all the strings off, the the thing will just pop right off. So if you think it's backwards, just flip it <laughs> and then set it up accordingly.
0: Right. And then this one I thought was funny because I used to somewhat play guitar. And reading this, this one kind of made me laugh. You have to have natural talent to be good at guitar. Oh,
1: God, no. God, no. Everybody talks about that. And I think I there are guys out there that are just naturally talented and they're freaks, right? They're yeah. just like instantly amazing at in guitar and you know our child right. prodigies and stuff like that. And they those people do exist and within two years they're they're just monster musicians. But uh yeah, no it's it's hard work. You know, you just practice, put the time in, put the hours in, spend the time on the instrument. A friend of mine once said if you love the instrument it'll love you back and vice versa. If you don't it's love it, depression. it won't love you either. So yeah.
0: So you've been doing heavy metal bands well you used to do heavy metal yeah, bands used to, yeah um now you're more country which i think is funny but have you ever played in a rock band oh yeah yeah all right yeah, so yeah. that's cool because this one is about rock bands i mean matt
1: blaze is technically rock he is yeah oh. i mean i guess you've seen this as like a like duo shows but yeah if you saw a full band it's distorted and
0: huh.
1: tight jeans and <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, to be in a rock band, you have to have a 100-watt stack amp. No. No? That's just...
1: They look cool. And once upon a time, you did. So 100-watt stack amps, those are those Marshall stacks these. Right. you Right. And they look cool. And when I used to tour in metal bands, for sure, I had one of those. Um, nowadays, most guys are using profilers, and they're not even using real amps. Like It's a thing that you plug in, and it's, it's all DI'd, and yeah. you don't even need an amp on stage. But back in the day, oh, yeah, you needed... 20 Marshall stacks on stage (laughs) because there was no monitors so the guys in the 70s they just pumped as much guitar signal out in the audience because they didn't mic anything and that's why they're all deaf now so (laughs) in fact fun fact when you when you see a concert and there's like 30 Marshall amps on the stage most of those are fake really yeah they're hollowed out they're they're just there for show
0: Huh? just to look Cool, just look to look band, cool seemed...
1: maybe one's might a lot of the times they'll have a cabinet or a combo amp backstage that's mm-hmm. mic'd. and yeah.
0: yeah so your tone is better if you have a fatter string
1: <sighs> yeah this this one's age old i think i think the string the the tone is all in your hands really it's how you play those notes more than anything else uh, this one comes from stevie ray vaughn he used to use 14 gauge strings which is like Incredi- like I put nines on your guitar right. you know that's like an incredibly thick gauge I use tens usually I used elevens for a while but you just can't get those bends to work like they do um, yes and no yeah I mean that is the belief but I think I think tone is, is how you play the right. notes it's more in you than it is anything so just take the time always be conscious of your tone not your effects you know rely on the guitar itself to make the tone and uh, and it will
0: Interesting. So, like I've said before, like twice now, you've played guitar for twenty one years. Yes. And most, I'd say, a hefty amount of your guitars, maybe all of them, would be brand names. Yeah. This is, I don't know if it's just the case. Does Yamaha make guitars? Yeah, they
1: do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is the this is the grandpa's ganjo. Oh wow. Yeah. So like um, it, it looks like a you play it. There's there's the old so it looks like a banjo and it sounds like a banjo but it's actually a guitar.
0: Make sure I won't get in trouble for that. You won't. Nice. I don't even think... I have had four plays on my last podcast, so I'm going to say nobody... This podcast is dying. Um, but speaking of brand names, this next myth says, it is a bad guitar if it is not a brand name. No. Flat out false. Yeah, no, when I was reading that, false. I was like, that's not true. Yeah. Um, a teacher of mine bought her son just like a black and white guitar. Like the Barracuda, except it didn't have a brand name, it was just Costco Guitar. Right. And said that it was basically the same as any other guitar, because mm-hmm. brand name doesn't do anything, it just makes it look cool. Yeah. And then this one's funny, because you have huge hands, you monster.
1: Well, they're not that big. Yes, actually. they are. Looks... They're just
0: stretchy. <laughs> they're
1: just stretchy. Yeah, are okay. you, gumbo? Well, no, like I've just worked on my stretches, so I can. Oh, I like can, that. I can right. stretch. So on a piano, I can go from C to E. Oh, okay. So I have a minor tenth, because but it's the stretch. It's not my fingers. My fingers. Your fingers are huge. Okay.
0: You need big hands to
1: play guitar. God no. (laughs) God no. Would it help you though with like? I mean, it does, but it's also the stretch, right? It's not. It's not even. It's not so much the length of your fingers. It's it's this, right? Being able to do this, and this is this is trained. It's just because like if you like, I I know that you guys can't see this, but (laughs) what I'm doing is I'm holding up four fingers and stretching them as big as I can. That's more important than anything. But in in a lot of cases, I'm not doing chords that are that big. Mm -hmm. Joe Pass, one of the legendary guitar, uh, jazz guitar players, he was like five feet tall, you know, tiny hands. And Django Reinhardt had only two fingers. He was a gypsy jazz guitar player and he could shred. He had two fingers, that was it. He got in a fire when he was a kid in south of France and lost mobility of these two fingers. So he only ever played with two fingers. uh, All right,
0: so this last myth, we're running up on 11 minutes, so then, we're going to
1: arm wrestle afterwards. Yeah, after this, it. we're going to, not, well, audio. In. Well, audio, our struggle while we arm wrestle. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's going to sound weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of just grunts like, <laughs> and like, oh, I
0: hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to go well with my podcast. Right? So, so we're, we're going to be like, like, what are they really weird. doing in there? One of my listeners, their parents just walks by, all they hear is just, ah, ah, the parents be like, what are you listening to? Feel right, the so, burn! <laughs> so if you have your phone then we can record it if you want no it's fine okay so the last myth is skill is measured by how long you've been a guitarist not how much you no
1: (laughs) no not at all it's all the hours and not even that it has nothing to do with it skill skill is nothing as well because it's so subjective it's artistry right so one of my favorite quotes of all time i was comparing myself to brent mason who's this big session musician out of nashville and uh, a friend of mine said, well, who's better? Is, it, is Van Gogh better than uh, Da Vinci? You know? Like, it's different. You can't compare, you know? So, and it's it's the same thing. I used to get so caught up in that. And guitars, it's an art form. It's not... So many people think about it as a co- competition. Oh, I'm better than that guy. I can play faster. I can play harder. I can do this better than this guy can do this. But it's not that, you know? You can't compare John Schofield and uh jeff loomis you know they're totally different guitar players yeah. john scofield is a jazz guy and does amazingly at what he does and is super creative and jeff loomis is a metal guy that does an amazing job of what he does it's all in art form
0: right is that all or is it like that
1: well i want to i want to make sure that we have time for our yeah. arm wrestle and they're only 15 minutes long so yeah we're gonna arm wrestle because uh, this is the bet because because luke here thinks
0: he's tough i am tough
1: uh-huh we'll see about that
0: Right, and since I
1: can't, since I can't fight him in Muay Thai,
0: I thought I just stopped the podcast. That scared me so much. Okay. Jesus, you a Goliath?
1: We're gonna have to put this over here. It's oh.
0: Safe. We just so, paused it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh... so I hit
1: a button because I'm stupid. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have helped me in my last podcast. I was like 14 minutes in, and then it ended, and I had to restart it all.
1: Okay. There you go. Okay, so on the I count like of this... three. One, two, two three. <laughs> That's it.
0: I'm not joking. Go I'm as hard as you can. You this is. I'm pushing into the table.
1: You're pushing as hard as you can. Yes. Okay. So here's the secret. If you want to be able to go, get... I know you
0: gotta go with that. And... No,
1: you gotta keep your chin, You gotta keep your elbow down. So here's a lot of guys will do this. So that you like. Right. So well, keep trying. <laughs> so you do this.
0: Ow. Ow. <laughs>
1: right. Ow. Do you want to try lefty?
0: No. It might be worse with my left.
1: Me That's too. Cool. I have a I have a terrible elbow, so you might win this one. Nice. Okay, three, two, one. You know what? Let's try this. I'll just do two fingers. So, three, two, one. So, the real secret is you Ow. need to bend the person's <laughs> arm into you.
0: Ow. All okay. right. Well, as you all heard, aside from just the random grunts and his words of wisdom. He sucks at arm wrestling. You shush. Mike wins this round. And we've come up on our 15-minute mark so you know what that means until next wednesday that has been the wednesday show peace out